Three, two, one, go. Hey, guys. Hey, it's Bipster and the Ginger with another special interview. Um, as you guys have been chaining out with our series, we've had a bunch of interviews lately. Um, we love getting to meet guys that are chasing after their dreams. Guys and gals that are chasing after dreams, excuse me. And um, those are spe- specifically in the racing world. So tonight we are super excited to have Bob Wagner, who is the promoter at Davenport Speedway, which... If you've been following us, you know we've been going to. So, Bob, uh, you wanted to say hi to the audience and uh, kind of introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. The, the proper term these days, guys, is the event coordinator. Oh, event coordinator. Okay, okay. Yeah, go. yeah, race event coordinator. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Good promoter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Davenport Speedway. All right. There we go. Good deal. I, I, I guess it was my fault I didn't actually ask the what the actual term was <laughs> no the term is promoter promoter always okay. has been okay how long <laughs> how long have you been uh, promoting down there in davenport well i've been in davenport this is 20 years now wow 20 seasons wow yeah. that is yeah that's a good long time um what uh i mean there's been a, probably a lot of changes in 20 years from you know not only just cars going faster i mean there's guys there's racers that weren't even born probably when you first started off. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know, sometimes it's the second, third generation. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, it's... It de- is cool. Yeah, and it's especially cool to see families that, you know... And you see it when you go into the pits, and a lot of times you don't really notice it, but it's like there is actually a lot of, you know, like... You could tell, like, mom and dad and their, like, kid that you look, and you're like, that kid's going to be racing someday. And it's exciting yeah. to kind of see the groundwork for that. Um so Davenport Speedway, you've been there 20 years, so you kind of got to definitely have a handle on how the program works. Um, from what I've seen, it looks like you have a really good team around you that helps you, you know, like, because obviously it's not a, it, it, a one-man operation. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a whole team effort. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you hear this everywhere, but it, it's really, really true. We all mm-hmm. really work well together, mm-hmm. and uh, we talk good amongst each other and uh, respect each other. And that and, – and, that makes for a good team. Yeah, I think that's really important, especially in that. A lot of, lot, some of these people, you know, have been with me the whole time. Wow, the whole twenty years. Wow, that's yeah. that's impressive. I mean, to have that kind of, especially that respect among others, that with as many other tracks there are around here, that they're not like, oh, I'm going to go see what they're doing. I mean, some I'm sure I know will like they help out at other tracks as well, but you know that that they've stayed with you for twenty years. Yeah, and, that's that's real commitment. I yeah. Mean. It's, it's it, not a stress-free job by any means. I mean, <laughs> you, no. you deal with plenty of people on both ends. Yeah. Yeah, there's a story on both ends. Yeah. There's a, yep, yep. So there's um, – <laughs> what got you involved? I mean, so, so you've been promoting for 20 years. What got you into dirt track racing? Well, it, I, I kind of got thrown into it. I, okay. I, 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 I had a motorcycle shop selling new motorcycles, and I was into the, the – Cross country enduro type racing type stuff. And, okay. And I had a guy that I worked with that was an old childhood friend, and he kind of convinced me that the promoter in Makoka had just left and and uh, we should maybe give Makoka a try. Okay. And that was in 1993. Wow. So in 1994, we opened up Makoka and uh, I, I did that track 19 years. I I quit doing the coconut in, in 2011. Wow! Hmm. So you were doing during that time you were doing both. You were doing Friday night in Davenport and, and then, Saturday night and Saturday. Wow, yeah. that's that's a lot yeah. of. Uh, I mean, I've seen what you guys have to do to put on one race a week. Putting on two, yeah, that's a lot of. I can see why you went. Okay, that's enough of that. 
which they're 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 doing pretty well now. Um, I've been I've been talking with them. I'm trying to get involved with as many of the local tracks as I can, just to kind of see everybody's story. And everybody sure. does things a little differently, you know. And I think that's that's cool. And you see people that, you know, you you know, like you see them how they respect each other and how they handle like they're not. It doesn't seem like. And maybe I'm as an outsider, I don't see this, but like nobody's like steps on anybody. Like everyone tries to you know stay away from everyone else's toes. You know, not like you know tracks are kind of respecting each other with you know we do this we do that you have to you have to you have to all work together mm-hmm. and and it's it's always been my theory you know with similar rules similar classes mm-hmm. and and you know that's a whole nother story in a whole nother ball game but yeah it, it, I, i've always believed that at least the local tracks these all be on the same page and i think mm-hmm. and i think now it seems like i know Makoka just kind of switched back over to IMCA, but everyone is IMCA now, so that kind of helps. I mean, obviously, different, you know, the different tracks have different classes. You know, like, you guys have some classes that other tracks don't run, and so that way it allows racers to kind of find where their kind of quote-unquote home is and, you know, go with that. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so you were into doing enduro dirt bike. So basically, for you when, you, when you started promoting dirt track racing, it was kind of new to you. What was that? What was that kind of oh, like? Oh yeah. Oh, I learned everything the hard way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, yeah, we really did. You know, we learned everything the hard way. We, you know, we tried to make our own ice to cool down the beer. You know, the first few nights and stuff like that. You know, and it, but you know, it just kept getting easier and easier. And the coke would work good because we were local guys. Uh, giving it a try, and we got a lot of good local press, and mm-hmm. and and the local and the locals really came out and supported as well. I think that's I think that's a lot of it. You know, I've been noticing. You know, probably well, this will be. I mean, the last the last three weeks in a row, I've been in Davenport, and um, the, your crowds. You know, you look at other events that are happening in the Quad Cities, and you know, you look at you know the elephant in the room in the Quad Cities right now is. I mean, I know it's coming back, but you know, like you lost like the Mallards having to leave because the turnout was low. And you guys are putting in pretty good sized crowds every Friday night, um, and I think yeah, that's one of the most for the important most part things. we are. You know, it's yeah, for the most part we are. I mean, some of the, you know, people, some of the, like the really cold night we had. Oh yeah, you know, but like, you know, it's hard to put anybody in the stands oh, mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Davenport is, is is pretty consistent. Knock on wood. And, mm-hmm. and again, I. I attribute that to the staff. I really do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think you have a really good staff. From what I've seen, you know, any incidents that I have seen that have popped up at racetracks, it's like everything's handled well. You know, it's not just like it's not mass chaos. You know, it's not like you walk in on the infield and you're like, or I'm mean, on your guys' infield, but you know, you walk in the pits and you're just like, oh, good lord, what's happening? You know, everything's really <laughs> taken care of. I mean, you know, there's there are things that happen, but nothing. You know, nothing too crazy, and I think that is a lot of your staff and the respect that the racers have for your staff that when something's going on and somebody's got to step up and go, hey, you know, by the most part, yeah. they go, okay, and back, you know, back down, which, and I think that's, you know, again, it comes down to your staff and it comes down to respect for you. Um, so and, 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 and respect for the drivers. Too. Yep, yep, yeah. That's, I think, the, the main thing, too. You guys are trying to put on the best race you can. I mean, it's not always mm-hmm. easy. You know, I've seen where it's, you know, tracks, you try your hardest to make the track as good as it can be, but there are nights that the track just changes, you know, or mm-hmm. it rained a bunch the night mm-hmm. before, and what are you going to do? But, you know, still the commitment to making a good racetrack and a safe racetrack, 
I can I can definitely mm-hmm. see that with you guys. Um, what's what big events do you guys have coming up? I know last or two Fridays ago you had your big modified feature. Um, what's what's your next big race you have coming up there? Well, the next one we get coming up is uh, June eighth. Okay, and that's the Sport Mod Challenge. Ooh, okay. And that's gotten really a, a really big in the last few years, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a two thousand win Sport Mod show. That should be that that'll be. I mean, I know that that modified that was a two thousand win. It was. I walked. That was the first I've ever been in the pits with you guys, and I walked all the way to the back pits, and I was just like, "There's a modified car. There's a modified car. There's a mod." I was just like, "There's modifieds everywhere." <laughs> wow! Isn't it amazing now how many modifieds yeah. there are around? Yeah, it was, and that's what I think. And one of the things we're trying to push for, especially with this podcast and what we do, is you know there is you, a lot of people that are outside the dirt track racing world don't realize how many people are involved in dirt track racing locally. You know, no matter where you live, within you know. I always tell people within a couple hours of us, there are dirt tracks everywhere. You know, you don't have to go far yeah. to go to a dirt track. I mean, we're from the Clinton Fulton area. So for us, it's about, you know, I on average drive 45 minutes and I'm at a dirt track, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. you go out there and there's a mm-hmm. hundred some racers and you're like, Whoa, there's a hundred, you know, there's yeah, a there's hundred people. Came from, yeah. They all came from not too terrible far away. No, no. You know, they're... Yeah. It's not like, yeah. it's, it's not that Absolutely. people are driving hours. It's, I, I think people would be amazed if they knew how many mm-hmm. track cars were in the Quad Cities alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, and I mean the little bit. Like I said, I'm just we're just kind of like getting the tip of the iceberg of kind of like the scene in the Quad City area with when it comes to, to racing. But you see that, and you kind of see like how, and like what our push is for is to push the like getting people that have maybe have no idea about dirt track racing. I've never, you know, never tried it out because a lot of people, some people don't even know what happens. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you tell people, Oh, we went to a race track. Like, well, where's that at? And you're like, it's at the fairgrounds, you know, and they're like, Oh, you know, and it's, it's pushing for that, you know, getting fans in the stands and getting people to see like, this is really fun. This is cheap. I've always told people this is better than going to the movies. You know, there's no CGI that happens on a racetrack. <laughs> it's all live action. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's there's just always some drama. There's always there's <laughs> always some drama. Sometimes you don't always see it from the stands, but you can sometimes see it by how they're racing. And you know, it's it's exciting. And you know, I think getting taking that little moment of like that excitement level you have, and it seems like you, you guys' track your your facility is great, where you can basically no matter where you sit, you can kind of see the whole track. You know, there's it's not a much great facility. There's yeah, not much. A great facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not much in the way of you know, like sometimes you go to some tracks and you're like, I can't see anything past the front stretch because there's 75 things in the middle. You can pretty well mm-hmm. see everything. And you guys have because my first race there this year was I went to see that half mile race um, when you guys brought the late models in from the Lucas Oil Midwest League. I think MLRS. Yep, yep, that yep. was that was awesome. Now you guys are doing another half mile race at some point this year, right? Yeah, we're doing a, a dairy series. It's uh, it's uh, it's September twenty first, and it's the Governor's Cup Iowa State Championship. Oh, that's... and it's it's a it's a dairy race in the mm-hmm. half mile. That's going to be guys. If you're at home and you've never seen, you know, you're on the dirt track before, seen it, you've never seen the half mile race. I had never seen it before. I just was like basically like on a whim, like, hey, I want to go see this. My dad and I hopped in the car. We went. It's in like it's crazy because first of it, like with your guys' track, they're right there. You know, <laughs> like Absolutely. it's right. The front stretch is literally like the end of the stands. There's like 20 feet of concrete and boom. And so the cars are going and it's just the, the kind of speed difference that you get. I was clocking. So this is my, my butcher math. The late models for my seat were doing like a 21, 22 second run. It seemed like about, so on mm-hmm. average that was like 80 mile an hour average speed 
which means, you know, when you take the corners, you know, it's like, that was insane speed. So if, uh, if you haven't planned anything, check out their Facebook page and make sure to go to that race because, uh, half mile racing is a lot of fun and you don't get to see it much around here. I mean, that, you guys are the only track that has a half mile dirt track. So that's yeah, kind of yeah, something. You're right. Wait, in, in this area, now West Liberty has one. Okay. They're yep. not running weekly now. Yep. But, uh, you know, the, the drivers, uh, the drivers love racing on those quarter miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard. It's not as hard on their cars. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not as hard on on, on everything. Mm-hmm. And and but those half mile shows are really fun to put on mm-hmm. on, a, on a special basis because it just shows everybody the speed those cars have. Yeah, and I think it's it's yeah definitely it's not a most of those drivers would be like I can't do this all the time because you're really putting everything, especially, you know, end of the season, everyone's, you know, some guys are going to be trying to f- finish the season strong with, an, you know, with maybe a setup that's kind of starting to, to, you know, lose a little bit of it. But, yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. He said, yeah, I know the guys all of the quarter mile that size because it's it's a little bit easier on everything. And, two, there's the difference of, you know, on the, on the small track, if you get a little sideways in a corner or something happens bad, you get to go over the berm. On the big track, you meet, you meet hello wall. <laughs> So, but it keeps guys. It also makes it takes that option away, and so you you don't see you know the race I went to. It wasn't like there was guys bouncing off the wall. You know, I mean, the guys were hitting the wall, but it wasn't like you know there wasn't as many guys hitting the wall as there is going over the edge of the berm on a normal race. Yeah, because of guys yeah. knowing you can't you can't push it that hard because that's an immovable object. Mm-hmm. That's so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, this Friday, what do you have anything big going, or is it just a normal points race this Friday night? Yeah, it's a regular point show okay. this Friday night. Uh, the late models, mods, sport mods, and street stock. Nice, nice. It's a nice turnout. Like, folks, if you haven't seen um, late our dirt track racing at all, it's a really nice kind of spectrum of what dirt track racing looks like. You have everything from cars that look similar to stuff that's on the road with your street stock. Um, they're starting street stock starting to look more not as car, you know, quote unquote car like. You know, they're starting to make the panels are starting to get a little more boxy. They want they want to look like a late model. Yeah, they're starting to get that you know like that hint of it, and then you have your modifieds, which I think is one of the funnest classes to watch. Open wheels, so it is. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot of fun, and then you have with, between modified and sport mod, there's a lot of different dynamics there. It's not just uh, um, you know, like obviously the speed's different, but the racing style is a little bit different. You know, sport mod is kind mm-hmm. of notorious for being a little bit more contacty we'll say <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. it's all in fun so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. definitely a lot of contact in that one that's why it's usually <laughs> at the end of the night <laughs> um but you know it is what it is and it's a lot of a lot of sport my guys are getting into the sport and so they're you know into that style racing which is a lot different than especially if you've stepped up from street stock you know there's kind of a whole different way oh, to drive yeah. and i sure Absolutely. wouldn't know how to do it <laughs> i watch Absolutely. them and i'm like I walk around the pits and I'm like, how do you guys, you guys look like normal guys. Cause that's the thing. If you've never been around the pits, um, after, cause you guys do, um, where you guys open the pits up after the races, right? You bet. Okay. You bet. Everybody can come down into the pits. After okay. So if you've never been to a dirt track race, I would encourage you to check out, um, now you gotta, gotta be there right at the end of the track because most guys are trying to load up and leave, but get a chance to, you know, at stay for the last, you know, stay for an extra 20 minutes after the race is over and walk around the pits. You know, shake a hand of a driver or two and just ask them, you know, most of these guys, 
they're gonna you know they're not gonna tell you all their secrets, but they're gonna tell you something cool about the car. You know, they're not like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not gonna tell you anything because uh, it's all secret. I mean, obviously there are some secrets. You know, I've been hanging around with a couple of racers lately. And when they go to look at their setup book, it's like when I walk away the other way, <laughs> because it's like, and I, I told the one guy, I think it's uh, Derek Wilson. I was like, Derek, you know, I have no idea what any of that stuff is. So <laughs> like, what am I, what am I going to tell somebody? <laughs> but, yeah. That Derek guy, yeah. he's got a bunch of squiggles in his book, man. I tell you. He does. You haven't seen it. It's, it was last, last Friday. He got the, he had his first heat win. I want to brag about him for a second, Bob. Cause it was like, it, this part of for you guys too, because as a racetrack, like this is what it's about. So he got his first heat win, first win ever. Actually, he's been in that car two years, and he was like, you could you, you couldn't contain his excitement. Like he was so excited, and just like, you know. But he was also focused. It wasn't like he was bouncing around like, oh, you know, that was the greatest thing. I'm going to win the feature. It was like, okay, now what are we going to do? What are you know? And him and his dad. It's really cool to watch them. This dynamic of like, okay, we're going to make these changes to the car. We're going to do this, you know, and. And when it came down to the feature, I think on the third or fourth restart that they had, his tires faded. And they even said they were, those tires were probably had about five races on them, so mm-hmm. they were about done. But it was a great, you know, getting to watch that dynamic in the pits and seeing the excitement in the racer's face. And it was like, it becomes real. So, like, if you're a fan, you know, you kind of like to see it, and you're like, well, that looks cool. Meet some of the drivers because for these guys, they work all week long, you know, at a job that some of them probably don't like. So they can race on the weekends, you know. Yeah, yeah, and then work in the shop all night long. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Most you of know. them. Yeah, most of them don't. You know, whenever I've called, I try and call races like on Monday and Tuesdays because I tell them like I know you guys are going to be busy near the end of the week because you're going to be in the shop all night. You know, and it's a big sacrifice. You know, they have, and majority of them, it's like their whole family's involved. You know, siblings and uncles Absolutely. and fathers and moms and you know it's like and you go out to these tracks and you see one other thing you're gonna see it's really cool is you'll see families that all are basically wearing you know they'll all be wearing the same number <laughs> you know they'll all be wearing like the not you know basically the quote-unquote jersey which is you know the race t-shirt and you'll see mm-hmm. this you know family-friendly entertainment and family-friendly you know like kind of atmosphere i mean again there's stuff that goes on you know like people get mad you know people get you know angry but in the f- well, there's a lot of adrenaline out there. There's a, there's lot. a lot of adrenaline going mm-hmm. on. Which has to be. I mean, those guys, again, you watch it. And if you watch, you can't watch the modified or the late model, depending on how close that race is, without your mouth on the floor of, like, how did these guys – I mean, yeah, they hit, obviously. But majority of the time, like, if they take that first corner, like, and it's, like, that first – that perfect restart where no one touches, but they're all inches away from each other, it's, like, you're just going, how do they all not – I mean, it doesn't always happen. A lot of times they, you know – getting to somebody boom guy roll you know spins around and here we go again but yeah and uh one of those things about the corners is no matter how many times you've seen it it always looks great yeah it does look cool it's just you know draws you yeah, in. yeah yeah i've got the best i got the best seat in the house now, right down there. yeah where Turn do, one too okay so that's <laughs> I, was, I was about to ask bob where do like during the race we've always asked the front doors what do you what's your normal like What's what's the night look like for you? Like where are you at? Are you in, so you're in the infield one and two then? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm usually in the infield there mm-hmm. in one and two. Okay, and uh, and just helping with the calls mm-hmm. uh, and and discussing the calls with the officials mm-hmm. to make sure we get the right stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And cool. again, we're officials, so we don't always get 
the right stuff, but we like to think we do most of the time. Yeah, and then you're going to have that, you know. Obviously, yeah. you know, everyone... There's a lot going on, and you know what? Somebody's, you know, when, when, when those 20 cars come flying around the corner uh, in a bunch like that, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't have enough spotters to see everything. Yeah, and it's hard to tell, like, who got into who and what was going on. A lot of times you have to just... You know, and that comes down to having officials, and it looks like you, from everything I've seen, you have officials that, you know, they, when the call's made, like, that's what's going to happen. Like, sorry, it's not always the best call. You know, it's not in, in you know, after the race is over, a driver might think it wasn't the best call, but in the end, it's, that's what happened. You know, like, you have to, that's, that's, that's kind of part of racing, too, is the fact that. It, it is part of racing. It's, it absolutely is. It's, you know, you guys you are know. humans, and it's not, it's not, everything's not going to end up perfect, but. At the end of the night, if a safe race happened, everybody everybody was walking onto their trailer themselves, you know. And that's again, dirt track racing, mm-hmm. folks. It's a dangerous sport, you know. People get hurt every, you know, every weekend, not Absolutely. at our tracks, but you know, there's gonna be bad wrecks. And it, and nowadays, it's hard to tell because the safety equipment, which is great, has gotten so much better that these wrecks that years ago would have been like, oh man, they're gonna be cutting that guy out of the car, and the guy just like pops out. A couple weeks ago, there was a late model wreck on the backstretch, and a couple guys got in each other. One guy, mm-hmm. I thought he flew over him. Like, I couldn't see what happened. I saw one car go up in the air. But it was like everybody hopped out like, hey, how's it going? It's just, you know, which is it is great for the, the safe of the racers is that, you know, the safety equipment has come so far that these wrecks that used to be way worse. But, yeah, I think as officials, you know, the call, you know, the call can always be disputed later. But at the time, having the, you know, having drivers that respect the officials to go, okay, you know, I might be mad about it, but. It is what it is, kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, right. And and ninety nine percent of the drivers are that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's you always have you always have a couple, and that's kind of part of life, you know. That's a, you can take that as yep. a big life lesson there. That there's always going to be people that won't you know won't listen to when something's said and get mad and you know which for for dirt track racing if you've never been to a dirt track and you see the guy getting if he's in front of the flag stand he's revving his engine up usually not happy. That's usually the fact, <laughs> especially when I saw one race a couple weeks ago. A guy's revving his engine up, and I can't. I think he thought somebody spun him out, and then he like just whips around and goes back to the pits. I'm like, well, buddy, now you really proved your point, didn't you? <laughs> you know, and I mean, obviously he was mad and hot and whatever, but it was one of those like in the end, you're like, it doesn't really matter, man. It's racing, like this is what's so what's about. So you're on one and two. Sorry, we went on a bit of a tangent there. You hang out on one and two, kind of just making helping with the calls, listen to the officials, kind of making sure everything's going pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah, and making sure the the show keeps moving. You okay. know, we're we're on it we're on a we're on a timeline there. Mm-hmm. We have to be done by ten fifteen. Okay, I was gonna ask and, you. Yes, uh, we wanna make sure that we get all the races in and done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that keeping keeping the keeping things moving mm-hmm. too is part of my job during the races. Yeah, kinda Putting the putting the cattle prod down, like all right, boys, let's go. Let's. <laughs> not, we don't need seventeen caution laps. Everyone, get in line. Yeah, get in line. Play nice, please. Yeah, that is that's and that's the like the hardest part sometimes. And you know, and I get as a fan, you're like, you know that it's it is what it is, kind of a thing where when it's like all these cautions, but sometimes you just want to like wish me like, and I know you guys as officials are probably saying it over the, uh, the racer channel, like, all right, stop it. Like <laughs> we need to get a green light here. <laughs> Cause it's like, and, 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 you know, we are communicating with the drivers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that helps in that situation. That's really a nice, 
asset these days that we didn't have that many years ago. Yeah. It's communication with the drivers. I mean, I remember when it used to be like basically the, I mean, I remember back, I mean, when I used to, when I was a little kid, me and my grandpa used to go to Makoka, which so it would have been clearly when you were running it. But I remember back then when there was a caution light, they would have to, or caution light, caution flag, they would uh, have to stop all the cars and basically like get them all lined back up and then go back and do laps. <laughs> so it yeah, was always yeah, like, you know, when there was a caution, all you could do was stop all the cars in the front straightaway mm-hmm. and wait for the store to put together where everybody's supposed to be. And the mm-hmm. flag man took the piece of paper down and <laughs> lined the cars up right there on the front straightaway. Yeah. And it was, you know? yeah. And it's the first couple of times was kind of novel, but sometimes I remember being a little kid. Well, there's a, a story of way back when, and uh, I used to go with my grandpa all the time. And the one night, it was when it was like one of my first dirt track races, you know, so it's like you got probably, I don't know, maybe nine, ten-year-old Kyle. And uh, we were at there, and it was before the last race, and my grandpa's like, all right, we got to go. And I'm like, why, Grandpa? He's like, we got to beat the crowd. <laughs> and so now my <laughs> my thought process is, I'll be at racetracks, and I'll see somebody leave before the end. And it's, it's a joke between us where I'll be like, well, Grandpa, should we beat the crowd? <laughs> you know, like this whole thought process. He's like, we've seen enough racing, little little Kyle. Let's get in the car and go home. But it was actually really cool because um, it wasn't. This isn't from your track story, but it's kind of a cool moment. Two weeks ago, um, I was from getting involved in Makokata. They threw me in the pace truck to drive because they thought that'd be a smart idea. Had no idea what I was doing. I clearly told them beforehand this is a bad idea. But my grandpa came and was in the stands, and I remember telling him like, "This is weird." Is this weird, Grandpa? Because, like, you know, 20 years ago, it was us sitting here, you know, watching cars go by. And I'm like, now i got to go and do something crazy. <laughs> well, crazy for me. Not really that crazy. It was, in the end, I told my wife. I was like, it's, it was driving the car. It was driving a pickup truck in circles. But it was still like, I'm going to screw something up and wreck this race. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, Bob, uh, thanks for coming on. We're going to kind of, we're kind of getting close here on time. Um, again, Davenport Speedway. Check them out on Facebook. If you look up Davenport Speedway, they're on there. All their races, all the cool stuff happening, updates when there's bad weather, anything like that, um, will be there. There's going to be, was it the 8th is when there is the Sport Modified big feature. So that'll be exciting. If you want to see if you want to see a lot of fun racing, um, come out to that. That should be a really good time, $2,000 payout. Yeah, there's there's uh, two grand to win uh, street stocks, too, in uh, August. Okay. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but okay. uh, the second weekend we're back in August, like 15th or something like okay. that. Okay. Well, well, let's keep track of that. And I'll, as you guys too, as you guys know, I share most of the stuff on uh, the Bipster page and the Bipster the Ginger podcast page. So stay tuned on those, and we will have all the other updates like I said, for this week's racing. Again, uh, thanks for hanging out, Bob. It's been a lot of fun yeah, was... um, getting an insight thanks, into guys. driving, you know, what it's like to be a promoter and what it looks Especially like. Especially for, you know, 20 years. 20 years, seeing everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So uh, we'll see you Friday. Um, I know we always try and catch each other like, after the race. It's always mm-hmm. kind of comical because it's like the race is winding down, everyone's waiting, and then it's like, hey, Bob, how's it going? <laughs> like, <laughs> so... We'll see you after the race, probably Saturday or Friday night. What am I doing? Jeez. Um, I'll see if I can bring it in. Friday night. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you Friday night then. And, uh, folks, Friday night, go out to Davenport Speedway. Come hang out with us. That's not really that big of a deal. Um, <laughs> come watch Dirt Truck Racing. That's more yeah, exciting. Yeah. Um, on that note, I think we're going to close things out. Again, Bob, yeah. thanks for hang, uh, uh, staying with us. Hang on for a second on the line, and we'll kind of wrap things up. Yep. But as you guys know how we thanks, finish. Guys.
Bye. Bye.